Thank you. Good evening, and thank you for joining us this evening. It's uh, been a while since we've had an evening service, and so we're thankful for you coming. We look forward to celebrating the Lord's table. In fact, uh, I would encourage you, if you intend on participating in the Lord's table and you were not able to pick up the elements on the way in, those are out in the lobby off towards the left. So as we sing a hymn to prepare our hearts, or at least get our minds geared towards taking the Lord's Supper, you can go ahead and get those if you'd like. We're going to be singing the precious blood of Jesus Christ as we uh, think of what he did, what he shed on the cross for our sins. So let's stand together and sing the precious blood of Jesus Christ. to be thankful as we gather at the Lord's table, isn't it? So I want you to be thinking. We're going to have a time of prayer here, uh, personal meditation. As the pianist plays, we're going to 
just take a moment to prepare our hearts to partake together in a worthy fashion. And while we're preparing our hearts, I want you to be thinking also of various reasons why you're thankful for the person and the character and the life of Christ. I know there's a myriad of reasons why we're thankful. But I want to hear what the Holy Spirit lays on your heart in relationship to that. And we're going to have a couple microphones. We're going to travel around tonight uh, so that you can share just as we participate in the Lord's Supper. So let's pray together and prepare our hearts, and then we'll partake and give thanks. are ready to go. Just one one thing that you're thankful for about the person and character and life of Christ on your behalf. We'll be first. All right. Can we get two microphones going? Do we have two? All right, let's go back over here. Tyler, maybe you can take it back to Tina or Pastor Mike can. Anyone over here? All right, Paul? Right here, Steve in the middle, Paul Grenier. Maybe we don't need that light, Nick. What do you think tonight? I don't want to draw attention to myself. <laughs> are you guys okay if we just go with that? It's a lot better for me, actually. Those are pretty bright lights. All right, Tina, go ahead. Is it on? Is it on? Yes. Um, I am thankful for um, the peace that I have in his sovereignty. Um, through his word, I know that he's in control of all things. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Paul? Uh, I'm thankful that Jesus was the truth. You know, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in our current political climate, I'll say, people are wondering who is telling the truth, you know, and I'm able to tell people at work that uh, when Jesus was standing before Pilate, he said that he was the truth, and Pilate almost mockingly said what is truth you know and today we know what where truth can be found which gives foundational security to all the mayhem that we're we're facing amen amen jesus is truth thank you andrea right there behind you my friend um i'm thankful for the way the holy spirit has been changing each member of my family's heart um, kind of all at the same time, but through the leadership of our daughter, Madison. And so our house is really a new house right now. Oh, praise God. 
Thank you, my friend. Much to be thankful for there at Thanksgiving time, huh? Amen. I was pointed back over here. Yes, Amy. I'm thankful for the greatness of the power of God. The message that you preached this morning pretty much summed up this past year uh, that all of all these things the enemy did to us, afflicted us, um, perplexed us, persecuted, and but all but in contrast to that, God did. God did all of the, the opposing things for us. He did not crush us. He did not cause us to despair. He did not forsake us, and he did not destroy us. And that is only because of him. He did the impossible, and it is his power, and I'm thankful for that this Amen. today. Amen. That the fullness of the greatness of the power may be of God and not of us, right? Thank you, Amy. Pastor Hobie? Two, two things. Uh, no condemnation. I love that, that we don't exist under the heavy weight of wondering if we're going to make it, that we're going to make it. And then the second thing I love is that I'm not left to just sort of my own foible. I can actually progress in holiness, and my life can actually begin to make some sense. Amen. And uh, all the harm that I've done, that it can be repaired by God's grace as I become more holy. So those two things. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Super helpful. Luke? Um, the passages that talk about um, how uh, apart from him we can do nothing and um, he enables us for every good work. Just uh, the day-to-day -day living life and the stuff that comes at you just breaks you down. And even what we um, read, what you preached this morning about how we're constantly... Um, broken down but not crushed just um, looking back and seeing the things that the Christ has done in me by his strength when I didn't rely on my own and I just tried to rest in his strength and he's enabled me to um, live a godly life although it would be a stumbling around all over the place but leading my family being faithful only by his strength and not by my own Amen right in front of you, Tyler, there. I would like to thank God. I'm a new creation, and I would like to thank Kathy here for um, seeing that I needed that, um, that I needed God, and I'd like to thank Grace Church for all of your fellowship and allowing me to be here, and I'm so glad to be here. Well, we are thrilled you grabbed the microphone, my friend. How many weeks have you been saved now? Um... It's been since October 22nd. October 22nd, did you say? Yeah. Well, we rejoice with you. Praise the Lord. Kathy, praise the Lord. Thank you, everybody. Hey, Kathy, just think about all these years. And God's just still using you in these kind of eternal ways. What a great blessing. And um, we're going to pray. We have been praying for you. Lord, allow you to have the same joy now in sharing it with somebody else. And I know you're working on that and praying for that already. Praise the Lord. Just made my night, my friend. You and Andrea and the family and just what God's doing is miraculous. And it's all good. Thank you. Someone else? Austin. I'm, uh, oh, it's really loud. 
I'm, uh, I'm just really thankful for Jesus and the patience he has toward my sin nature and that um, I can keep messing up and be welcomed back with open arms always. Amen. If we confess, right, he is faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Tana? I am thankful that I am accepted in the beloved, as Ephesians says, and I'm also thankful for the passage in Romans that we read from or you read from this morning that there's nothing that can separate me from the love of Christ. Once you are born again, you are always his. There's nothing that can separate us from that. Amen. The life of Christ is ours to live. That was the hardest thing to grasp and to communicate this morning. But from birth to life to death to resurrection to glorification to reward that's his inheritance and it's ours as well amen go ahead buddy I'm thankful for Jesus dying on the cross for our sins well thank you we are too yeah I'm just reflecting recently on how compassionate Jesus was with sinners uh, you know like us and how he showed us through his ministry, how to interact with uh, and form relationships with those who don't believe and how much compassion he had on those people and how much hatred he took from others, uh, you know, while he did that. And so I'm just thankful for uh, Jesus showing us that compassion. Amen. Very particularly, didn't he, and personally. Yeah. I'd take, by the way, we're going to extend this as we take the elements, okay? So everyone that has a, a reason to be thankful to the Lord and their salvation, we're going to allow you to share that. I have one more back here. The rest of you are going to get your chance. Then we'll partake of the bread, and then we'll move forward and move into our next time of thanks. So who has the microphone next? Vincent, go ahead, my friend. Yeah, um, so I'm really thankful that our God is a God of relationship. Um, within the Trinity and that he created us in his image in that sense and that we're able to have able to fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ Amen. Um, and especially with um, brothers and sisters at CIM I'd be very lonely and constantly forget about God's mercy and grace um, I'm very thankful for them in that sense praise God we completely understand amen all right. Let's take your little cups. I know you can peel back that first layer to get to the wafer. Most of us are familiar with this process by now. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
Pastor Mike, let's let's sing a song of thanksgiving here before we as we progress on with the rest of our thanksgiving service as we celebrate the Lord's table together. So we are going to work this out. So we're still using the the words on the screen coordinating with the sound booth and the piano. Let's sing the song for the beauty of the earth for the glory of the skies follow along as we sing together for the beauty of the earth continue on with our testimonies and as we go I'm just going to ask a personal question here real quickly how many of you are getting super warm not yet just a couple all right well I'm about two and a half feet off the ground then if you had another six foot five inches I'm getting close to the attic here and it's warm but we'll survive all right more testimonies enrich our hearts go ahead Seth um, so I'm thankful that uh, God when he saved me that he um, he also changed my my will and my emotion toward him instead of just my intellect and um, and also that he's teaching me that it's impossible to live without him and I find that that's a huge huge blessing Indeed it is, my friend, impossible. Grace compels us to realize that, too. Anyone else? Up here, Tony? 
And then we'll keep working our way around. Keep your hands up high, and Pastor Steve will find you, or Tyler. I'm, I'm thankful that the gospel is simple enough that a child can understand it, but yet powerful enough that it, it, it's, a, it's a bit with its ability to change a life for the sake of eternity. Amen. Those are two powerful truths, my friend. Yeah. How merciful God is to let a child be aware. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tony. Emma? Is this working? Okay. Yes, it is. Um, I'm really thankful for the power of prayer because this year's, everybody obviously knows, it's been a tough year for everybody, but this year, especially for me, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school, and I think that with the power of prayer has really helped me a lot because it guided me to go to the best option. It has a great local church and a great um, pastor and um, college and career pastor, and so I'm really excited for that. So. Amen. Thank you, sweetheart. For those of you that don't know, that's my kid. I usually don't call girls, sweetheart. <laughs> All right, Tristan. Quite simply, um, coming here now for just over a year, and this being the, the first church that I've been a part of, um, just the relationships that I have with uh, the people uh, here is really a blessing. So. Praise God, Tristan. Don't let him. Let, don't take the microphone yet from him, Tristan. You just got to share what you told the membership class tonight, if you don't mind. Just the opportunity this week, and I think their hearts would be blessed by that. Oh, about my nephew? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, well, I um, I live with my nephew and my sister. We actually have a condo together, but um, so I usually try and make an effort every night to. Um, read a devotional, children's devotional with him and pray with him. And just recently, um, just walking through that devotional and talking to him about God and, and his inquiry of God and, and who he is and his sin nature, his own sin nature, um, and walking through him with uh, John 3.16, he uh, made a profession of faith in Christ. And so, um, yeah, it was a, a real blessing to be able to do that with him. And I'm just praying that it's a genuine profession and um, following, we'll be following up with them. So. Let's pray for this little fellow named Liam. And he's six years old, is that what you said? Yeah, he's six. Amen. Thank you for your faithfulness in that way, Tristan. Thank you. Yes, go ahead, sweetheart. Okay. Um, so I am thankful for everything that God has done for us throughout this year. With all these hard things going on, it's really hard, but God is always with us, and he will never leave us at all. So I'm thankful for that. Amen. And might I say you're sounding very old these days. I haven't heard you speak like that, um, but you did a great job. Thank you very, very much. Don? I'm just, I'm thankful that Christ is our rock and our solid foundation, especially, you know, this year when everything's, you know, in turmoil and stuff. That's just been uh, just so great to always go back to and remember. Amen. The anchor's holding. Amen. Mr. Dodd. A lady uh, mentioned earlier <clears throat> about Jesus had changed her family. And last weekend... I had the opportunity to be with my five siblings, and we began to recount what Jesus has done 
and our family over the last 73 years since the time that my dad trusted Christ as his savior. And it has impacted five generations. Uh, two generations that were before me and two generations now after me. All started with one man in over 73 years. And so to uh, his, his mom, my mom's dad, and then some of uh, my parents' siblings were saved, and then of course all six of us, and now probably 40 or 50 that have been, have been saved as a result Praise of the Lord. what Amen. the Lord done over a long period of time. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? So up here to Josiah, and then we'll partake of the cup together. I'm thankful for a church family that um, uh, loves me, and because a lot of times can't see our physical family, our flesh and blood family, I'm thankful for a church family that loves and cares for me. Amen. We're glad to have you here, Josiah. It's a blessing for sure. Looking forward to having you here for as long as the Lord will have you here. So welcome to the family, or should I say welcome back? This will just be the longest day, God willing. All right, let's take our cups together. Really, there is a reason why we went with purple chairs. In case you were wondering. We did not know that we were going to be having to deal with these arduous cups in this year, but nonetheless, God helped us, right? In the same way, he took the cup, Paul says after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Pastor Mike, come and lead us, and we gather together. And then we'll have a few more testimonies of thanksgiving. And Pastor Mark will come and give us our thanksgiving devotional tonight. And then we will conclude by singing a hymn together, Come Ye Thankful People, Come. Right. So Pastor, come and lead us. Let's stand together and sing.
seated. Four or five more testimonies of thanksgiving before Pastor Maver comes. All right, we have Seth and Karen. Start with Simon here. Go ahead, my friend. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, this ordinance of the Lord's table, which just gives us a chance as a congregation and worship God for what he has given us. Amen. I'm going to ask you to say that again. <laughs> All right. Because the first four rows thought it was wonderful. But the microphone wasn't working. So, but I think the Lord, our folks, our folks need to hear that. That's true. I wanted to thank God for this ordinance that He's given us, the Lord's table, which gives us a chance to slow down and really appreciate the sacrifice that He has given us, and it Amen. gives us a, ch a chance to worship. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Karen. Ephesians three twenty is one of my favorite Bible verses, and. Um, I've just claimed it often for many difficult things, and I've just seen him answer over and abundantly, over and over and over and over again. So I just wanted to read it. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. I think this year we've all just seen God work in just amazingly abundant ways. Oh, absolutely. Including this year, right? So many amazing things. Amen. Seth, good to see you, my friend. Welcome home. Thank you. Good to see you, too. Um, I'd just like to thank the Lord for the clarity he gives through prayer and meeting with uh, senior saints and just in making decisions and opening doors and closing them where they need to be, um, just keeping us on the right path that the Lord has for us. Thank you, Seth. Maddie? I'm thankful for God's all-knowing will that every all the events that have happened in 2020 have led us to this moment right here in our church family. So. Praise the Lord. He, he, has, he has directed our steps to be together for now for all kinds of good and glorious reasons, Maddie. We're so glad that you guys are here. You're a great encouragement to our hearts. Yes, Kathy. I would be amiss if I didn't thank the Lord for the 35 years that he gave me with my dear husband and how he's taken care of me ever since then. He's blessed me with good housemates. He's just really, he's really watched over me really well and, and given me the opportunity to keep uh, better than I deserve going. Now, are you thanking the Lord for Ken or just for Carol and, and those housemates? We got to we got to clarify this real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, Mrs. Putman. I can't let that go by because I've been sitting here thinking how thankful we are for Kathy not only asking us to come live with her, uh, but she moved everything out of her uh, master suite downstairs and she moved upstairs to give the master suite to us. Not only did we have Kathy invite us to come stay with her, we had three different people. We are so blessed. And we're, we are very, very thankful for, oh my goodness, for so many things, but we're very thankful for being with her. 
We have an amazing church family. It's all by God's grace. Amen. You know, Kathy, it's like Joe's never left us. I just, often throughout the course of a week, I'll just think about him as if his life was so influential. It still lives. <laughs> we know it does, right? But praise God. Thank you for that testimony. Yes, Jude. Um, I'm very thankful for my Savior's perfect life of obedience um, and how that provides the foundation for me to be, to be um, blameless and faultless before the throne. Um, I know that I would have that in no one else. Um, only the perfect God-man could provide that, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for how he responded to uh, temptation in his life with Scripture, giving me a pattern to follow. Um, so I'm just thankful for that tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anyone else before Pastor Mavar comes? Pastor Mark, come and share the word with us. And, and Pastor Mike will come up and lead us in a final hymn. Thank you for being willing to share with us tonight. It's good to see you, my friend. Good evening. I really don't think I need to preach. I really don't. You guys got the content of the message tonight. Our thanks is to God for who he is and, and what he's done. We tend to make Thanksgiving a, a time, a season, when in reality it's not we should live in a constant state of thanksgiving because if our thanksgiving is directed to God and, and that's what that's what all of you folks did. You Pastor Tim set the set the stage of giving thanks to God for what he's done. And you've all responded in thanksgiving to God for what he's done. And it just doesn't happen around Thanksgiving. I'll do my best to try to put it all together. Uh, this is definitely, this was definitely for me a difficult, a difficult task because the scripture says so much about thanksgiving. And it showed me how very unthankful that I am. So it was difficult. But let's go just, just for a moment, uh, Psalm 107. Psalm 107. Okay. First one, okay. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Like we say in Spanish, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to go any further because our thanksgiving is based on what, according to this passage? 
our thanksgiving to God. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for or because of. He is good. Question. And I like to ask questions and during the, the course of the study. Does his goodness ever change? So the logical question would be, should our thanksgiving ever stop? We tend to, I tend to, I don't want to say we, I, tend to be thankful around this time, you know, that we, it's Thanksgiving, and we encourage one another to be thankful to one another, or, or be thankful to God, and we encourage one another to, to give thanks unto the Lord. And then after Thanksgiving passes, we start preparing for Christmas, Amen. And then our thanksgiving sort of gets pushed off to the side. We start focusing on the Lord's birth. But the scripture says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. That's his nature. It never changes. And so our thanksgiving to God should never change. It should increase. The more that we grow to know him, the more we should give thanks to him for who he is and what he does. Amen? Amen. And I have to say this. This is the first time I sat up in front since uh, I've been back. And there's a, there's a different perspective of song when you sit up in front. And I couldn't tell that you folks had masks on. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. But let's go a little bit further in Psalm 107. This isn't the passage because the scriptures say so much about giving thanks to the Lord. This is just one of, of, of hundreds of passages. But let's just go a little bit further and then I'll get to the passage. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. There's another reason. Everlasting. Folks, we know that the scripture says God does not change. I tried to think of an illustration, and, and all human illustrations always fall apart because they're human illustrations, and we try to use, I try to use human illustrations to illustrate something about God, but they all fall apart. Nevertheless, the world, the earth, is round. Amen? The earth is round. That's what it is. Yeah, Mark, but there's earthquakes and there's pestilence and there's hurricanes and there's tornadoes and, and volcanoes are exploding and there's forest fires. I know, but the earth is round. That's what it, it's its nature. It's its shape. God is good in spite of everything that's happening around us, God is good. That's his nature. It won't change. Paul, God is truth. That's his nature. It will not change. Therefore, let us give thanks unto God, for he is good. And his loving kindness is everlasting. Amen? Let's go a little bit further in this passage that I'm not going to preach. 
Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Who's that? Who's the redeemed? That's you. That's us. We're the redeemed. What does that word redeemed mean? Bought back. Bought back. Bought back from what? Bought back from the marketplace of slavery. We were slaves unto sin and unto Satan. Christ redeemed us. He bought us back. Is that not, not enough to be thankful? I won't mention a name. When I was in one of the Bible Institute classes, uh, Pastor Cannon asked somebody to pray, and the man was praying, and he said, Lord, I thank you for my salvation. And it, it dawned on me, wow. Where would I be if God didn't save me? I know, well, I don't know. I could imagine where I'd be. But God, in his grace and his goodness and his mercy, for some reason, he looked down upon this hopeless kid and he rescued me out of the marketplace. He bought me back. He redeemed me. He saved me. He transformed me. He's still transforming me because there's so much to transform. But he did it because he is good. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the adversary. And folks, brethren, that's for good. Bought back. We belong to, if you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ truly, you belong to God. Because he's good. We can go on, and maybe if time permits, I know I don't have a lot of time, maybe if time permits, we'll go back to this, this message that I'm not going to preach, and we'll just look at a couple things about it, but all I want to do tonight is exhort you to be thankful. Just be thankful. We need to learn how to be thankful. Amen? <laughs> Amen. We have to teach. Parents teach your kids. Now, now say thank you, right? Because they don't, I mean, they're happy to get what they got. They're not thinking about who it came from or what it cost or the, whatever. So, now they say thank you. And so the little kid says thank you, and he really doesn't understand. He's just doing what his mom or dad told him to do, and he's saying thank you. He needs to learn to be thankful. Like friends, we need to learn. Mark, you need to learn to be thankful. It's not in our nature. By nature, we're selfish, we're prideful, and we just think about number one, which is being selfish, which is, which is ourself. We need to learn to be thankful. Being thankful is not a part of our nature. It's something we need to learn. So how can I have, how can I learn to have a thankful heart? Let's go to Colossians. And, this is the passage that I'm going to preach. Okay? Not Psalm 107. Colossians chapter 3. The road to a thankful heart. Verse 
How can I learn? And, and, and friends, I emphasize, I emphasize the word learn because we need to learn to be thankful. How can I learn to be thankful? The road to a thankful heart begins with a decision. Look at verse 12, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. It says, So, as those who have been chosen of God, again, who are the chosen? That's us. That's the person who's really placed their faith in Jesus Christ. That person. As chosen of God, holy and beloved, Put on a heart of compassion. It begins with decision. We, we, we need to, to do something. We put on a heart of compassion. And you understand that word is like a garment. You're putting on like a garment. A heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So it starts with a decision. We need to put something on. We need to prepare and then the road to a thankful heart progresses when that decision is turned into an action. Verse 13 says, and this is where, where Paul, through the Holy Spirit, brings in a third party, our, our, our neighbor, our brother. Bear with one another. You know what that means? Just we, folks, we need to learn to put up with one another. There's no trophies sitting in this room. There's no people who have arrived. <laughs> There's no superstars in this room. We need to learn to put up with one another. It was my pleasure to sit next to Pastor Steve and listen to him sing. It was he had to put up with my singing. <laughs> Amen? I've never stood next to a pastor who couldn't sing other than myself. I don't know why. Bear with one another. Put up with one another. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whosoever has complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also, I'm sorry, so also should you. We need to learn to forgive. And this is all on the road to a thankful heart. We're getting there. Beyond all, these, beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Pastor Tim talked about gorilla glue for the church. Love is the gorilla glue. Gorilla, I can't even see it. Gorilla. I'll show it. I'll show it. I'm going to try and show it. Put on like a garment. What am I putting on? Somebody? That's why I have two. Like a garment. Put on love. Now the goal was to keep this coat on to 
keep the illustration going, but I don't think it's going to work. If these fall off again, it's going to ruin my human illustration, so I'm probably going to take the coat off, okay, just so you know. But we put on love as a garment over all things. It says, and over all these things. Over all what things? Well, over compassion, over kindness, over humility, over gentleness and patience, over bearing with one another and forgiving one another, we put on love, which is the gorilla glue that holds everything together. Amen? Amen. I love that kid. <laughs> which is the bond of unity. The road to a thankful heart is directly related to Christ's rule in your heart. So it begins with a decision, and then it progresses as the decision is put into action, and then this action is directly related, this thankful heart is directly related to Christ's rule in your heart. Verse 15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. Let the peace of Christ, and I'm going to show how, how the peace of Christ and thanksgiving go hand in hand, how they work together. And be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, to which indeed you, you were called to one body, and be thankful. This is an imperative. It's a command that we would keep on being thankful. Thankfulness, friends, gratitude is not a season. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Okay, that was from... King James, because I haven't memorized it, the King James. Let the word of Christ dwell within you with all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with what? Thankfulness. Maybe your Bible says grace. It can be tran translated as it is in this text, thankfulness. Singing with thankfulness. So when the word of Christ dwells in me richly in all wisdom and the peace of Christ is ruling in my heart and I'm filling my mind with the word of God, it's a natural outflow that I sing with thanksgiving. Because God is? I knew it. Okay, that's it. But you, you folks, you see the point. Love is what holds it together. We put it on, and we keep it on, and it governs us. Then we fill our mind. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. That's a conscious effort that we need to fill our mind with the word of God to the point the word of God governs us. Amen? Amen? It governs us. Every year in, in, in our church in Panama, I challenge the people to memorize a chapter of Scripture. And it's not for just to say we memorize, well, this, this year it's 2 Timothy 2. 
just to say that we memorized chapter 2 of 2 Timothy. No, it's for a purpose. Because when we fill our mind with the Word of God, when we say those things over and over, when we say those words, those words that are God's words, when we say them over and over, we begin to think like God. We begin to evaluate and discern with a godly perspective. We begin to look at eternal things and put value on eternal things, not on the earthly things. We begin to work out the situations because we filled our mind with the Word of God. Folks, I can't overemphasize the importance of, well, the Scripture says it. I don't need to overemphasize it. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. And then from that, it becomes a thankful heart. Singing with thankfulness in your hearts to your neighbor. Right? Isn't that what it says? No to God. Why? Because God is good. Amen? Because God is good. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to who? To God. The Father. Our thankfulness, our thankful heart is to God. He is the giver of every good and perfect gift. It comes from him whether it be health, whether it be a spouse, whether it be a job, whether it be a child. See, we can lose all those things, and some of you have lost those things. But we'll never lose God. He's eternal, he's good. He's redeemed us, and that is forever. We won't lose him. So when our thanksgiving is to him, not for these things, but it's to him because of who he is and what he does, we can live in a state of thankfulness. All right. Another passage that links the peace of God ruling in our hearts and and being thankful. But it's interesting, in this passage, in, in Colossians 3, 15 through 17, Paul mentions thankfulness three times. Three times. Be thankful, singing with thankfulness, and giving thanks through him, Jesus, to God the Father. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. Real quick, Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in, in Christ Jesus. There we see thanksgiving and 
the peace of God ruling in our hearts. The two are, are directly connected. They, they, when, when we fill our mind, we're at peace, we're thinking God's thoughts, we're seeing God's, seeing God's plan as he has revealed it in the scriptures, and we're at peace, and we can give thanks, because he's good. Amen, God is good. And we're to have a thankful heart in every circumstance. This is the will of God. Let me read it. And everything give thanks for this is the will, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5:18. And everything give thanks. In every circumstance, it's God's will for us folks to give thanks to him in every circumstance. Because circumstances don't change the nature and character of God, do they? God is steady. He's good. His mercy is forever. So in everything, Paul says, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you. There's a good reason to do it. It's God's will. Perpetual thanksgiving for all things is also God's will. Let me read Ephesians 5.20. It says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God. There's the idea again, giving thanks to God. But this passage is... is and I, folks, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I understand it completely. Lord knows I don't understand it completely, giving thanks in all things and for all things. But I know what the scripture says, and it says it's something that I should do. It's something the believer should do. And it should be a perpetual thing. Gratitude is perpetual. We live in a state of gratitude. But this, this passage in, in Ephesians chapter 5, 20 is to be understood in the light of what, what is said, Paul said previously in chapter 1. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. Ephesians 1, 11, it says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. God is working all things according to his purpose after the counsel of his will. So these all things, these, these all circumstances, whether good or bad or confusing or, or, or joyful, God is working all these things out to accomplish his will according to his counsel for his glory. Therefore, we are to be thankful always in all things and for all things. And we should be able, folks, we should be able to rest in that. God is in control. I know the election has, has many people in, 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 in turmoil and uproar, but folks, we know that God is in control. 
He hasn't taken his hands off. Nothing has caught him by surprise. God is in control. God is good. Be thankful because God is good. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the adversary. Be thankful. And you named it. I was going to run off a list of things to be thankful for to God that were saved, that were sanctified, that were sealed, that were adopted into the family of God, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and, and the Spirit dwells in us, and He's coming back for us, and there's just so many things to be thankful for. Be thankful, because God is good. And being thankful is God's will for us. Now, maybe someone here is, is, has been invited or someone is uh, live streaming and you really don't have a personal relationship with the Lord. Even in that, where's the camera? Is that that black thing right there? Even in that, be thankful because God has given you another opportunity. Your heart is beating, your, your lungs are breathing, and your mind is working, and you have yet another opportunity to understand your need for Christ as your Savior. Maybe you're here, and you've attended church for your whole life, and you never really placed your faith in Jesus Christ. And folks, there's a lot of people like that in the church. God is good to you too because he's giving you an opportunity to repent of your sin and place your faith in Jesus Christ and so that he might redeem you young lady like he has amen God is good but there will be a day that God's goodness runs out for the unbeliever there will be a day when because he is true and because he is just and righteous, he will have to punish that sin. He said he would. He sent his son to do it. He punished all our sins in Jesus Christ. Christ died on the cross for your sins, for my sins, and for the sins of the whole world. God, God said what he was going to do for the wages of sin is death. He punished sin in Christ with Christ's death and in change, in in. in um, okay, I'll just say in change or in return. That's the word. In return, he offers us the righteousness, of, the righteousness of his son, Jesus Christ, by repentance and faith. God is good. He did it so that we wouldn't have to. And he offers that to every single one. The majority of you, I'm assuming, have, have accepted that and praise the Lord. Give thanks to him. He is good. And for the rest, who have never really placed their faith in Jesus Christ, this could be the day. This could be the day that God transforms your life when you pass from death to life by repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Be thankful. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I do thank you for the opportunity to proclaim your truth this evening, Lord, I pray that uh, your spirit illumines the hearts of the hearer to create in us 
a thankful heart, a thankful spirit that's perpetual, that just doesn't stop after a holiday. But it's something that's based on your goodness and we live in a state of gratitude. Oh, Lord, help me to live in a state of gratitude to you for who you are. Lord, and I do pray, if there be here or in the audience that's streaming live, one that has never really come to that point where they have confessed their sins and repented of their sins and placed their faith in Jesus Christ, that they could do that. And that they would be thankful because you are good and your loving kindness is forever lasting. This I ask in faith believing that your name would be praised. Amen.